Every Monday, we welcome back Cruzanne McCallaghan for a very important message about our environment. Here's Savvy Earth Savers. Hello, Savvy Earth Savers, and welcome back to the show. This week, we're talking about citizen science and the power of citizen scientists. The really exciting news is that any of us can be a citizen scientist. But a recent study has revealed that citizen scientists from 200 years ago and today, together, have helped shed light on climate change trends. So what does that mean? Well, nearly 200 years ago, a system of academies across New York set out to collect data on the state's climates and seasons. Equipped with thermometers, rain gauges, and instructions for data collection, the academy's school principals and teachers, and even a few students, recorded temperature measurements and observations. This included like when the robins were first seen, when the red maples bloomed, and when the strawberries ripened, and when the wheat harvest began. No one had really done this sort of thing before, and at the time, the data helped farmers better understand the geographical and annual variation in the growing season and figure out when was the best time to plant their crops. That's the power of information. Now, two centuries later, a group of alumni in Portland State is using that same data to shed light on the effects of climate change and urbanization on the nature of our seasons. So there was a multidisciplinary team recently who compared the historical data set with observations from a modern network that similarly connected data from New York State from 2009 to 2017. The group's findings evaluated changes in plant phenology, which was like earlier leaf out and flowering. The data set provides phenology and temperature data that extend further back in time than any previously known data set for the region, extending to years prior to or at the beginning of recent human-caused climate change. So when people were taking this information down 200 years ago, they would probably have had no idea what was on the horizon for climate change, but it gave us a really good glimpse into how things were before. Now, what they found is on average, plants flowered 10.5 days earlier and leafed out 19 days earlier in the more modern period in 2009 to 2017. And plants in urban areas advanced more rapidly than their rural counterparts overall. And insect pollinated trees advanced more rapidly than wind pollinated trees. The greatest rates of temperature sensitivity and change between time periods for flowering are seen in early season species, particularly trees. Now, this accelerated timing that they've noticed from the citizen science data poses risks for some species survival. For example, the red maple is one of the most critical early season food sources for native bee pollinators. And if the red maple leaves come out too early and those blossoms get frozen, then the bees that emerge and rely on that food source are going to be impacted. The cycle then continues for the organisms that rely on those bees and so forth. Having this baseline now in face of such a rapid change in our climate is really critical. This comparative data set allowed the team to really see the trajectory in a way that they didn't if they didn't have the path to look at. They wouldn't know what the baseline was, how steep the curve is in terms of how the species is shifting, how sensitive it is and what we can expect. One of the researchers has said the use of citizen and community scientists then and now has allowed for many more data points to be collected over a large geographic area than would be possible with only trained scientists. 
It's really remarkable that this whole situation comes down to people who really don't realize the full extent and reach of their efforts as citizen scientists. These people in the 1800s who were dutifully recording it down had no idea the relevance it would have today. Now, this is what's really exciting about citizen science, is when you're doing something that gets people engaged with the environment and you're going to encourage them to save it. Any of us can be citizen scientists, noticing changes in patterns in our environment, taking notes of what animals are doing, what plants are doing around the year. It's all about scientific discovery and inquiry, and any of us are capable of doing it. So there should be lots of opportunities for you to be citizen scientists yourself there, Savvy Earth Savers. You never know if it might come in handy years from now. So go forth and enjoy. Until next week, bye-bye.